When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I left my younger two-year-old to wander in the stands by himself while coached a hockey school. After I got my older son changed, we left the rink and drove back to Burlington, about a half an hour away or so, 45 minutes. As we pulled into the driveway, I turned to my son and said, "Uh uh-oh, we left Mark at the rink. We (laughs) headed back to Mississauga to find him happily playing with his mini stick all alone. Took about an hour round trip to get there and back and everything. That was 34 years ago. And he says, my ex-wife only found out about it recently. Oh, man. (laughs) So thank you for sharing, Andy. Welcome to Bad Parents, a podcast about three bad parents who are trying to raise good kids. She's Shauna. Hello. He's Ryan. What's up? And I'm Johnny. A Tell It Like It Is podcast for parents to laugh, cry, and to make you feel better about your parenting. In this episode, we prove that we truly are bad parents. There are some confessions. Heck, we may have even left our kids behind, and we're not the only ones. And maybe it's time to take the bubble wrap off of your child. Doctors say so. Bad parents up next. Joe, you want to talk about bad parents? Look at look at us. And tell me, have you ever gone on vacation and left your child home? No, no. But I did leave one at a funeral parlor once. Yeah, it was uh, it was terrible too. You know, I was all distraught and everything. You know, the wife and I, we left the the little tyke there in the funeral parlor all day, all day. You know, we went back at night when you know when we came to our senses and. There he was. Apparently, he was there alone all day with a corpse. Now, he was okay, you know, after six, seven weeks. And I came around, started talking again. <laughs> Bad parents forgetting their kids in places. It's a thing. It is a thing. That is an amazing clip. Sean Candy and Home Alone. And you know what's funny? I've seen Home Alone a thousand times. I was watching it the other day. And when that came up, it reminded me of the fact that many people, we get emails from people and you can always email us at badparents at curiouscast.ca. And we got one from someone who had left their kid behind in an uh, arena. Right. It's, it comes from Andy. And he says, I had uh, my older son in hockey school in Mississauga. So I know this is a podcast. So we're going to talk about two cities that are probably, you know, half an hour to 40 minutes away from each other. I left my younger two-year-old to wander in the stands by himself while coached a hockey school. After I got my older son changed, we left the rink and drove back to Burlington, about a half an hour away or so, 45 minutes. As we pulled into the driveway, I turned to my son and said, "Uh uh-oh, we left Mark at the rink. We (laughs) headed back to Mississauga to find him happily playing with his mini stick all alone. Took about an hour round trip to get there and back and everything. That was 34 years ago. And he says, my ex-wife only found out about it recently. Oh, man. (laughs) So thank you for sharing, Andy. Yeah, see, it happens. Holy, my heart would be in my throat. Now, I would say a hockey rink is a pretty safe environment, I think, for kids running around. You you know, you see them all the time. You see them, and there's like a community. It's almost a family at the rink. And a lot of kids are are at the rink all weekend long if you've got siblings playing hockey. So it's not an unusual place to find yourself. I have a story. My mom was driving. A lot of these involve, like, I think, carpooling, too, because you're so busy and you're taking kids everywhere. My friend and I got left behind at a baseball diamond. So I think there's a common theme here. Like, it's, it's parents that are just over, I don't know, over scheduled or busy. So they were driving my, our two brothers from Alora to Fergus again, about a maybe 15, 20 minute drive. 
and they got there and it wasn't. And the boys in the car knew we were left behind. Mm-hmm. This is like sibling <laughs> love, right? They didn't say, hey, you forgot yeah. Shauna and Angela back um, at the geez. baseball diamond. But they did. And then they had to turn around. And then there was all this because um, it was my mom and her dad. And we're like, don't tell the mom, right? Don't right. tell Angela's mom. And it took, I don't know how many years it was. So we eventually told that story, but people leave their kids behind. And my mom's very overprotective, but just happens. I wonder how much, um, when you're kind of like, let's say in my experience, I just started taking Jack skating. I brought Olivia with me one time, mm-hmm. but so much focus is on the little one, the littlest one doing his skates and his helmet and all that exactly. stuff. Exactly. You kind of, you know, not paying as much attention to the other one because so much Focus is paid. So I can see how you're, you know, when you're done and you're getting all the equipment and stuff and you're thinking about what we're doing next, how you can kind of maybe leave one behind. I get it. I haven't done it yet. Mm. Yeah. But it also got me to thinking about our lives are so scheduled now. Right. So we at home have a schedule like uh, on our fridge. We have all of our phones are connected to some sort of schedule. What was it like back in the day when the technology wasn't around and you were supposed to pick up your son from basketball practice at 630 on Monday? And you just forget because you don't have an elite uh, uh, beep going off right. or your 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 watch isn't vibrating to let you know. Yeah. How many stories of that are out there? And no you're texting. supposed to pick me up to movies at 1130 and you're asleep on the couch by nine. Yep. Totally. Well, it has to happen all the time. This story from Andy, he said it was 34 years ago. Yeah. Like, I think if that happened now, there's a good chance you're like, I, I know all of the, like my son plays hockey. Yeah. I know all the little siblings or the older siblings. So if I saw one sitting around and I didn't see the mom or dad. I have their contact. Exactly. And, be, and I would just be like, hey, just see, are you around? Or, yeah. You know, whatever. 34 years ago, that kid is just on their own. I remember my brother played football, Mississauga Mustangs football, Let's which go. is a, like a, a suburb of Toronto here in Canada. And he broke his finger on a play, like helmet on helmet, finger in between yeah. the helmets. I like broke it like 90 degrees. Like time we had, we got to go to the hospital and I was old enough that like I drove myself to the game, but my dad had brought his nephew, uncle Dale's son, Jake to the game. We're all driving to the hospital and my phone rings and says, Hey, did you get Jake? And I said, no, did you get Jake? Because you brought Jake. (laughs) He said, no, just a real quick spin a Rooney back to the field. Grab Jake. Yeah. But it's amazing, especially during those sort of emergency hectic times, how things like that can happen. Zero purpose. I know. But like, you know, and and now you got to go get Jake. When I get out of my car now, we have a newer vehicle. It says, check the back seat. And the first time I was driving, I said to my husband, what is this? Like, I thought it was a sensor and something was wrong. Mm. He goes, oh, no, now it's now it tells you to check the back seat to make sure there's nobody in there. Well, because those are horrible stories. Oh, man. Horrible stories. And that's the darker side of it Mm -hmm. where you just like, but you can get your head around sometimes. Like your people are so busy with their schedules. Yeah. And, you know, those stories sometimes are awful. It's like that parent doesn't normally do that. So they're not used to that. That's usually what it is. Is yeah. it some change in a routine? Yeah. I think the only time I, I remember being lost, uh, I don't think it was left behind, but I was lost. But you know, what's funny. My family, and this goes all the way back to my family in England. We had uh, like a whistle. It's funny. I still remember it. Oh, really? And when I knew we were going to talk about this today, I was thinking about it this morning. And so it was like, if you were out somewhere in an aisle and you couldn't see your mom or dad or grandparents, whatever, we would go. <laughs> that was like the Parker family thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It just came back to me this morning thinking about that. And that was the thing. And then then if my dad heard that or if I w- wasn't sure where anyone was, I would do that. And then hopefully. You know, we connect. had a family whistle, too. Did and you? my mom can like it's I can't even if I did it right now, I'd probably break the microphone. Is it fingers in the mouth whistle? It's a very high pitch. 
And you could hear that. Right. My mom, we had a school across from the river. Mm. If my mom went on the balcony at recess, I swear to God, you could hear it. Really? Oh, it sounds like a mouse getting trapped. <laughs> I know, but to this day, even my kids know it. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's good Family to- Family whistle, old school style. Old school, old school style. And yeah, it would still, I mean, I guess now you got the phones, it's different. But yeah, back in, you know, 1984, that's what we had. So we're not the only ones who are leaving our kids behind and doing these tiny little mistakes. And I went to this website called care.com to feel better. There's 13 funny parent confessions that we'll all relate to. And some of these ones are so funny. Uh, this one came from a, a mom in Rhode Island. My husband and I put our toddler to bed early last night so he could eat cold stone creamery <laughs> without having to share. Oh, to- I, I Hiding have, food? I've hid food. Who would have thought we'd be doing that? I've, I've hid food and wait till they go to bed. If my daughter came down mm. after her bedtime at 930 mm. on a Saturday, she would be, she would never go to bed again at the party she think we were having down there with food and fun TV <laughs> I shows. Know. I, I'm sorry. she never go to bed again. Especially because, you know, you tell them, hey, you shouldn't eat that right before bed. I know. And then they come down, you're just killing a bag of burritos. <laughs> it's a different life after nine. <laughs> Look at this one. Speaking of time, this mom from New England says, when my kids were little, we'd sometimes change the clocks. So we could put them to bed so early. Mm-hmm. And uh, this really helped when the when this when it got dark outside, we'd Whoa. pretend three was five. Feed yeah, them dinner and put them to oh bed. <laughs> I've never done that. Never done the, the clock changing, but it's not a bad idea. The only time manipulation I've ever seen is New Year's Eve. Yeah. Right, we, the countdown nine o'clock, it's midnight kind of thing. That's it. When they can't read. You you can you yeah. can you can try to like put the if a kid goes to bed at eight and you you could try to put them to bed at six, you can't change an internal clock. <laughs> yeah, like that's you're, true. you're either tired or you're not. Yeah, I know, true. I know. Here's another one that I love as someone who doesn't know how to cook or bake. Mm, um this came from a mom in <laughs> Illinois. The bakery that makes my famous Homemade cupcakes just went out of business. I had to order several dozen, <laughs> put them in the freezer because she's famous at the school for making them. Oh man, when you're the when you're the mom that can't bake and they have bake sales, oh, totally because oh, they just so. turn to you and your kid doesn't understand. It's just like, oh, by the way, mom, I need fifty eight, uh, you know, muffins by tomorrow morning. Always yeah. last minute yeah. as well. Uh, my eight year old put his tooth under his pillow for the tooth fairy after he was asleep. I took a dollar out of his piggy bank and put it out of the pillow. Gotta do what you gotta do category. The tooth fairy. Yeah, there's been a few... kind of fibs and things about that. What about using your kids as an excuse? This uh, this uh, dad actually um, had an email here. I have IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when my kids are little, sometimes if I had an episode, I'd blame my toots on the kids totally. and their poopy diapers. Have yes. you ever done that? So, you know what? I have done that. It's like a dad thing. There's th- that and the other thing I've done, and this is my poor wife, where I would pretend I don't, like I'll be playing with the baby yeah. and I'll pretend I don't <laughs> smell it, right? And like for like 10 minutes, I'll sit through it. And then I'd be like, oh, honey, I got to use the bathroom, whatever. And I'll hand him over or I'll yeah. put him near. And yeah. then she'll be like, oh, you made a thing. <laughs> oh, I did that all the time. Um, this one's terrible. I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but using a kid as a human shield while running from a cockroach. Oh, really? Not good. I've, I, I use, I've used my kids a lot for excuses to not go do things. Exactly. Especially when wifey was preggers. You just, because no one's going to question a pregnant excuse. woman. Oh my, sorry. You know, my wife's pregnant or swollen ankles. We just can't make that party. I, I don't let my husband do anything like that. Like if he wants to blame not going to work on a sick kid, because I feel like then the kid gets well, sick. That part's true. Yeah. Karma. I feel like if you just throw the, my kid just woke up today with a, a real slight fever. Mm. Right. Okay. That's, a, that's an instant yes. stop what you're doing and yep. do not get in your car and come to my house. But 
if I want to do something tomorrow, it was just a slight one. You know, it, was, it must have been 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a 12 hour thing. Everything's <laughs> yeah. good to go now. Totally. And then you're good to go. Yeah. These, some of these ones I think are, are hilarious. Everything from wrapping up expensive chocolates and saying they're adult vitamins. <laughs> a lot of this has to do with food or telling them that they won't like it because it's spicy. Ever done that? Yeah, I tell you, you know what? Now you got my wheels turning. One thing I've done, I did it for all three of my children. I'm not, sounds terrible, <laughs> not a lover of reading. That's fine. And so a lot of times I'm reading them stories and I would do is I would grab a couple of the pages. Yes, sir. And flip it. So yes, I do that sir. too. You did that too. So you yeah. go from page four to page eight and I they did don't that last know. night, my man. I don't, I don't care anymore about Monster High. Yeah. I don't care what they're doing. That's Draculaura. Don't care. The problem is sometimes if they're paying enough attention, they're like, daddy, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. But that's where genetics kicks in. If you can't read, neither can I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, True. (laughs) When it comes to gifting uh, presents, do you ever do anything like um, take a bunch of the gifts that your kids never used, rewrap them and give them out at another birthday party. And then you hope your kid doesn't recognize it. Yes. uh, You know what I've done is I have a son that was born on New Year's Eve. Oh, brilliant. So we've extended, uh, you know, because you get a lot in that in like a five day period yeah. or whatever it is. And so 100%. Do you ever just put it aside and yep. not even let them open it at all? I put birthday because my kids are both late November. Yeah. I put gifts that they receive for their birthday aside and give them again at Christmas. Oh, wow. There's so much, Sean. <laughs> I know. Or, I understand. Or if you give a Christmas gift for a birthday, like, Daddy, why is Santa on this wrapping paper? <laughs> have you give, well, you have three kids. Mm. Do you ever give a gift that one kid has outgrown because you have a huge age gap between oh, your oldest and youngest? Totally. The old drop-down gift? The old drop-down gift? You rewrap it and make it look new? Totally. Oh, he, in so many ways, my poor little guy, I don't think he's got anything that's new. Oh, yeah. Well, I have a friend <laughs> with three boys yeah. and one day he got a new shirt. He goes, <gasps> Yeah. He has, this has a tag. <laughs> Tag on it for the first time. Oh, he was like eight years old. I, I totally get it. We're like, but daddy, his shoes don't fit me. Just wear them. All right. This one comes through a lot when we ask people about their confessions with kids. This was on care.com as well. Is that I thought I told my kids that when the ice cream truck played music, mm. it was sold out. Now we've all heard this by now, but the first time I ever heard that, brilliant. I thought that's genius. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Cause it's tough. With that one, what I've used and it doesn't work anymore is I don't have any money and they're like but, but the daddy you can use your credit card like they're smart enough they're to know now smart now there's uh what they call that what's that little square yeah thing? they know it. square yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah i wish that the, that the ice cream trucks didn't evolve to into the future i thought i wish that they would still take cash because yeah. like i just can you just legit let me just not get it right now right like i mean i'm i'm, I'm in a thing like we're trying to do a thing right now and, and this is just ruining either dinner Teachers lunch come to school pickup dude there is that one. Be wrong. There's one that parks or used to park right outside of Olivia's school. We changed schools because of the ice cream truck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like I get it as a business person. Yeah. I, I can't. I can't hate I you know. on it. But you were just right. You're probably in Costa Rica in the winter. Like you've made so oh. much money. Just parked outside the school, and parents are just like, "What do you want from us?" Every day you're here. I know. Give me once a week. Every day you're here. You know where I had a guy. Park. I'm just disappointing my child <laughs> on the daily. On the yeah. Daily. While they're already at school, they're already miserable. And then this, why I, we had a guy park at the soccer field. And my kids play soccer. Oh. And it's not only is it like I, I get it, it's smart business, but not only do you now have to get them an ice cream, the lineup, mm-hmm. right? Because it's every mm-hmm. freaking team is lined up oh. to get this ice cream, and so now you're waiting in the heat for 40 minutes yeah. for freaking ice cream that that's gonna end up just all over the place, mm-hmm. and they won't even like. I know. Uh, ice cream should be, you know what? How about this? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say ban ice cream. I would say ban cones. 
Well, there was someone that talked recently about lies that their parents told them they were lactose intolerant for like 20 years. The person was like an adult and realized they did an allergy test for something else and realized they were never lactose intolerant. Sorry, explain to me. Don't ban ice cream, ban cones. What are you getting ice cream in now? Just cups? Cups, Oh, just cups. Okay, so you you take it in the car and stuff? Okay, I was just like, just in your, like a scoop in your hand. Soft serve. Just straight in your mouth. Like, I'm sorry. Okay. okay, I think you can't, you know what? It should be ID'd. You can't get a cone until you're like 13. Oh my God. You have to be oh, a teenager. Jack just looks one side. Oh, it's, one yeah, side. Use Turn it. Use your brain. There's so much on the other side. My husband loses his mind because we have a newer vehicle. Mm. Nobody oh, no. is allowed oh, in there. You finish it and you have wet wipes. <laughs> you can have like, a 1983 Caprice. You're not getting into yeah. my car with an ice cream cone under, under 10. And the worst part is you know, my wife would be like, well, just finish it. Just finish it up for him, right? And I'm like, but it's always the, the kiddish ones. Yeah. It's Tiger Paw bubble gum nonsense. Oh, I know. I'm I like, know. I just want a pralines, baby. I don't want a blue ice cream. I'm 48 I, I years you, old. But like, even if it's my kid and like finish it up, like there's so much tongue all over this. I like, know. I don't want to <laughs> eat this ice cream. And can I ask a question? Like, you're two days away from getting mono. What is the point of the little napkin they put on the cone? I don't know. So they can eat paper? It's just a soppy mess. I what? Know. Waste it, of money. Once it gets wet, it, like it, it adheres to itself the cone. to the cone. Let's stop that. Listen, if there's, if I could do <laughs> this one thing. This is really thing, taking a turn. One thing in my life. <laughs> if I could do one thing in my life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's to, to ban the, the napkin yeah. on the cone yeah. and ban cones to anyone under the age of 13. So if there's two <gasps> things you could do in your life. Yes. as we evolve as parents do these confessions evolve because a lot of people when their kids are old enough to stay home alone do you ever lie and tell them you're going to a certain store but you're going out for dinner yep on this website again was someone who said they used to tell their kids they're going to home depot because kids hate going to home depot there's certain places kids don't want to go ikea home depot any home stuff and they'd go out for sushi Oh, right. Smart play. Because kids, kid kids love restaurants. Oh, kids going they to restaurants. sniff it out if it's that's what you're doing. such a headache taking kids to restaurants yeah. when they're little, so I don't blame them at all. I Speaking of restaurants and pubs and stuff like that, I we had a cat that um, wandered off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I said I was going to look. His name was Jackie. <laughs> and I just went to the pub. <laughs> like, I looked for him on the way to the pub. Oh, that's... But I was gone for like, I'm like, like I, I could be gone for like an hour, an hour and a half here. And I just went by myself and had a drink. Like you looked for him, like you just looked out the windshield, Correct. like you would just driving. <laughs> I and if it happened to run across the front of your car, then yep. you found it. Hey, you got, is there any part of you that like when you go to sleep and close your eyes, you feel a little bit guilty? No, because okay. I, I just, I justified, but I did look on the way. Like I did look. And hey, so how your do eyes I were open while driving. Hey, maybe he likes the pub too, but he might've been there. How <laughs> would that have been if he's sitting up at the bar thinking, I got it. What if the cat looked at me and said, well, hey, I got to that house too. What's worse, that or me? I Sometimes I just tell the kids the truth and, and people think that's a little harsh. Like we had a cat eaten by a coyote and I told them. What's the age of the kid? Are you whistling again for your family? <laughs> <laughs> Three or four. Yay. Whoa, Shauna. Hey, it's nature. Shauna. Yikes. It's just because you grew up in the sticks. Well. And you grew up where animals it, aren't pets. I know, but is it ever too? They heard it also. They heard the feeding frenzy. We were having difficulty in the back 40 with like, coyotes. You, like, did you open the window so like, they could really get a good ear? <laughs> did you call attention to it? Say, hey, hear that? That's yeah. Mr. Whiskers. It's He's almost, and now he's dead. They still bring it up. What was the cat's name? Fenway. Oh my God, because of Boston? Yeah. Boom. Why wouldn't you say something like Fenway went to Boston? <laughs> I don't know, right? Because they need to know. Or was eaten by a big green monster. <laughs> oh, that's oh, even that's better. Clever. So all these confessions really have us wondering, are we doing irreparable damage to <laughs> our kids? 
Well, we'll see. The future will tell. <laughs> the future will tell. If they're still living with us at 42, then yes, for sure. But a lot of us parents were so happy when the Canadian Pediatric Society, I'll say the Canadian <laughs> Pediatric Society says, hey, guess what? We've done this long-term study. It turns out a little risk is good for kids' physical and mental well-being, which makes us feel good about all these confessions we've been sharing today. This is the first article where it's complete swerve, complete opposite of what they, I thought they would say. I know. Right? It's like, you know, every time it's like you hear of like, you can't even have one glass of wine. It'll kill you or this or that, right? It seems like everything is bad, but this is saying a little bit of bad and a little bit of risk is okay. Yeah. And this is a study that's been going on for 20 years. They've been looking at the benefits uh, and particularly around just getting outside. So if you're too safe, right, and you're keeping your kids in your house and under wraps and under watch, they're not going to develop those things that come with being outside. So they're really trying to get people to say, hey, enough is enough with all the tech and all the guidance, all the monitoring. Let them go outside, explore. They, they say by doing that and allowing them to have risky play mm-hmm. challenges their brain to make decisions of what is too risky, what is too far, what yeah. is you know, kind of out there, but still in my wheelhouse of being able to do like no one's saying, Hey, go play in a storm drain. Like, you know, take the rope swing, yeah. like things like that, yeah. that, where they can, you know, kind of rationalize what they can and, and cannot do. And maybe try some things because if you don't try, you'll never be able to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think back to that story I told about my mom leaving me and my friend behind at the baseball diamond. I still think about that to this day that I felt so proud of myself because even though I'm sure it was like 20 minutes, mm. I felt a sense of like, I remember that freedom feeling like we can survive. Yep. And and I, I think about my own kids. I'm like, do they, have they ever been left anywhere? Have they ever sort of challenged themselves and know that they can get by without my help? I don't know. I think I swoop in too much. Well, and then that's on us, right? Exactly. Like I even just had yesterday an experience where I, so my nine-year-old, he just, I heard him just getting his winter gear on. Like this is after school. And I said, oh, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just going outside. And so I was like, just outside? He goes, yeah, I'm just going outside. So I was like, okay. So I'm like, let me just, I just kept an eye on him. And then I'm like, Ryan, he's a nine-year-old boy playing in his front yard in the snow. Like, he's fine. And then my 15-year-old came down. I said, hey, Drew's outside if you want to go play. So actually, I will. And so I was like, that's great. And then I checked on them like 10 minutes later to see what they were doing. Mm -hmm. And they had the garden hose out. (laughs) And they were spraying down. We still have a lot of snow where I live. And they were spraying the end of the driveway where all the snow mounted up. And they're trying to build, like, make an ice slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I just, I was like, that's awesome. I was like, just put everything away. But like, that's what we did. That's yeah. why we're so proud to be Gen X. We were not monitored. Right. No, for exactly. sure. And how many times you're outside, you make, uh, you know, bike ramp jumps. But I, like, I remember, you know, and I'm not, I'm not overly proud of saying this, but where I grew up across the major street of ours was a massive construction site. Get a couple. <laughs> we all right? know. Yeah, where, where this, this is, is going. going. Get yourself a couple flashlights. <laughs> yep. Right? Go in there. Yeah. And like, no, no like, you're doing zero damage. Yep. No. But you might come home with a piece of plywood or two for a skate ramp. Like, I, like <laughs> right. I just, it just, it just, it was what it was. And, you know, if I heard that my kid was in it, I'd be like, at night. You'd be like, what? Like, freaking out. And, but not only that, but also like, maybe semi-taunting a security guard. Right. And like, running away mm-hmm. and hiding. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, fun, fun kid stuff. And, you know, the... Late 80s, early 90s, right? But that was like, the risk was, like, nothing terrible is going to happen. Of course. But But we're resilient because of that stuff. Exactly. We we know what it's like to be chased out of somewhere. We used to, we had a big lot beside our house growing up, and they decided to build a house on it. Mm Every day we would take those stakes out, you know, when the surveyors come over. Right. Oh my god! Every day, mm-hmm. and then get chased by the survey yeah. every day. Yeah, it's these life it experiences. That's it. Well, I mean, look at the story from a little while ago. It was Reese Witherspoon took him 
bunch of snow and was making Ugh. drinks out of it. And people are like going crazy. I'm like, yeah, she's not going to die. Like people just need to relax more. And remember, and the worst part is sometimes it's people our age. And I'm like, don't you remember just living your life? Like if no one's getting hurt, why, why bother? In the article you referenced there, Shauna, it's, it's very interesting because it says here, you know, you say to your kid, be careful. And I understand we've all done that. It says your youngster might take that as you don't trust me. And so what are you supposed to say? Well, and then it says things like you say things like, do you see how high you are? Notice how sharp that tool is. Are you feeling scared, excited, safe? Like I've done that too, where you get things in their head. We went to a, you know, a massive amusement park and it was the first time as a family. And my nine-year-old isn't super, um, uh, what's the word? Like he doesn't, uh, like adventurous taker. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so he went on one and my wife and I were like, oh my God, like what, you know, when, cause it was a kid one, we couldn't go on. He went on with his brothers. But I, you know, we were at times like, are you sure? Are you sure? Like this one's got to drop. And there was times where he was in line and then he got out. And yeah. did he get out because he just got too close to it and realized, or was it because of me and my wife's kind of challenge or questioning I it? I never know the line between how much warning do you give them? Like for instance, with, you know, the swab of the throat, my kid's <laughs> right now sick mm. and I'm probably going to get him swabbed because there's all this concern now about strep A and it's in the news. And I'm probably going to lie because I don't want them to know it's coming. It's better to just get swabbed and yeah, then we'll be done with it. it. But right. like, when do you lie and when do you tell them too much? Sometimes it can <laughs> also work on adults because earlier last year, I went to Disney and we went down with our family and we went on a few rides. But there was a time where Sarah, my wife and myself found ourselves on an adult ride. It was the Aerosmith roller coaster that is known as one of the <laughs> fastest roller coasters in the mm-hmm. world. And I'm not a roller coaster guy. And the line up is Disney can be quite long. And we stood in line for about, I'm going to say 25 minutes where all my wife would say is, you know how fast it's going to go. Oh my God. You know how fast it's going to go. <laughs> it goes, there's like a loop-de-loop and you know how fast it's going to go. And I'm like, okay. We got to the end after 25 minutes and I bailed. <gasps> I went out the chickens oh, go through it. here door. <laughs> People who back out at the last second go through this door. It's all got like lights on it. Music plays oh, while you walk Johnny. out and everybody looks at you. And like, you didn't have to psych me out. Yeah. And that was it. And, she, yeah. and for her, she was probably like just concerned. But if I just had done it. Yeah. It just, whatever the consequences were at the end, they were. I never want to go on it again. I, or yeah. that was the best. Let's outsource more of these things. <laughs> right. It's but so you true. don't know, right? So to the same place that I, I take Olivia, that Ryan took his child, I really just try to say like, they're all safe. Yep. They're thrill rides. You're supposed to have a sense of nervousness and excitement mm. and, and whatnot. Whatever the outcome is after you have experienced this. Yes. Will be what it will be. If you don't like it. I'm not. Exactly. And don't you go either like it or you won't. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not going to hinder your experience by psyching you out. Yeah. Make that decision for yourself. And if you do like it, fantastic. <laughs> I, I have a season's pass. We can come all the time. Yeah. Right. It's not wasted. So like. I know. So they just got to let them do things. And it's hard. That's now. the hardest Because part. if somebody was to label me, I would be a helicopter parent. Yeah, me too. I just would. Me too. Because I'm so scared of injury and 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 cars and just everything that runs through your head as a parent. It's hard to just let the reins go just a bit. Yeah. Just let them be a kid. Because I'll tell you, I don't know if there were any reins when I was a kid. How did they do it? How did our parents, like, they they don't seem to, when I think back, and I've had these conversations, again, it's harder for them maybe to remember. Like, 
I don't think they worried like we worry. Is it because we're so aware of things like in social media and the news? Did they just not know of all the concerns? Maybe. Or, or how did they handle their worry better than us? Jack Daniels? Is, <laughs> is there a possibility? I'm starting out there. I'm not. I have zero medical whatever. Is there any possibility that because the reins were so loose when we were growing up, that maybe there's a part of us that didn't like it-ish a bit? We or felt we abandoned saw some a little bit. Stuff. Maybe. And yeah. you just kind of don't want them. Like, I don't know if wherever you're listening from, at the time, there were like videotapes you could get, and they were called "Faces of Death." Yeah, and they were. They, I should not have seen that at the at, at the at the at the oh. age in which I was, mm. right? And just like monitoring and whatnot. It was real sort of like you want a VCR in your room? Go ahead. I'm like, I'm eight. Yeah, and so like I can watch whatever <laughs> I want. Why are these videotapes in your uh, underwear drawer, Dad? Right. Yeah. Uh, so like you know what I mean? And, True. and you're just exposed to all of these things, and so maybe. I'm the way that I am because I, maybe I wanted it a little bit more. You know how like you know, they say like kids like they act out and they're angry and they're this and that because there's no stability. There's no somebody that, like, boundaries. lays down right. laws and, and, and things like that or the tough parent. And I want my kids to have as much fun as they can. And I want them to grow and develop physically, mentally, emotionally as best as they can. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard for me to allow that to happen. And, and that's a fault on me. So when I do have the ability to, and I know it's as simple as go on a ride, I'm not going to say anything. I think that does a lot for everything. Yeah. And so I applaud you. If if you are a helicopter parent, it's really hard. Absolutely. It's really hard because you always hear about the boogeyman or you just I said know. strep A and all these things we're just inundated with all the time. It's hard not to bubble wrap the kids, right? Because you care about them the most, right? Everybody would say, I'll take the illness. Oh, I'll yeah. take Give the it pain. Course, I'll whatever. So it's it's hard. So congratulations if you do. One thing we have done, I think, which is good, and I think we've married the, our childhood and the kind of new school of ch- of childhood, and it actually does mention it in the article that we we're talking about, is things like bike helmets and life jackets and safety gates and things okay. like that. Like, because, you know, I know, like, my kids wear helmets when they go to the skate park and stuff. Yeah. I think out of the three of us, I'm probably the least helicopterish parent. I would agree with that. And, you know, people say things like, oh, we never wore helmets. Yeah, I know. I know we didn't. I didn't. I never wore a helmet. Yeah. But my kids are. Yeah. Like, they're dropping down into a freaking pool at a skate park. They're wearing a helmet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so it, still allowing it, but yeah. just doing it in a way that they're as safe as possible. A little safe. That's a good yeah. compromise. Yeah, for sure. But I, I do think we've gone a little bit too far over the helicopter thing. Like, can you imagine if Stand By Me was made today? Oh, you text your man. kid, you're like, what are you doing? Oh, we're just going to look for a dead body. Nope. I I'm coming to pick you up. I know. I watched that with my kids. We're they were like. on railroad tracks <laughs> over a trestle. No, no problem. No send. Nope. No. Now the drone would be sent out. The cops would be called. A, helico- a physical helicopter would come down, scoop up those kids. I know. Stand By Me, they just snuck out. You know what's funny? No one even asked where those kids were going. Like, no parent was like, where the heck are my kids? Very true. And didn't one, didn't like one of the parents already lose a child? That's oh right. God, the football that's guy. And, and he loved that one more than he loved I his son know. that was alive. <laughs> if you have any ideas for this show, please send them along. Hey, you can at badparentsatcuriouscast.ca. I mean, we can't thank you enough for the subscribes and the likes and if the retweets and the Instagram likes. And thank you so much for all you do for this podcast as well. Uh, we'll talk to you next week. My name is John. I'm Shauna. I'm Ryan. And this has been and will continue to be Bad Parents. 